That's the thing about the hood is they don't tell you when to stop. They don't tell you how to stop. They don't tell no. you. There's no level of guidance of telling you, and this from anybody. Yeah. This is anybody. There's no level of guidance of telling you what's too much. No. How to walk away from something no. and not be scared. There's a difference between walking away from someone and being scared and walking away from someone and really wanting to do something. Yeah. That is what takes courage. That's yes. what takes. That's the yes. stuff that goes back to being successful <laughs> and being able to handle a lot as a man, so you can enter those rooms. You know, yeah. those beatdowns are the keys to those rooms. Yes. So, so that's one of the things that prompts in the hood is that we don't know what enough is. We don't know what enough is, man. You know, that's yes. I mean, even with being nice, we tend to overcompensate with niceness. Yeah. Being from where we're from, because we want to get to those places yeah. and so sometimes those people will take us being nice as weakness yeah they do as weakness yeah, they do. and they can take advantage of but the problem is is they don't understand that a guy who's being overly nice is being overly nice to compensate for the dangerous Stuff person he is, is. Yes. yes yeah so a lot of people yeah. that have never been dangerous don't understand that yeah you know and yeah. i learned all the rules of fighting when i grew up man and i learned and it, it not be it may not have been the the queen's rights rules, mm -hmm. but it was the rules of the street, and mm -hmm. that rule is win. Yeah, that's all I knew. Be physically win. Mm -hmm. So from that point on, I became a little crazy dude. Yep. And once you become a little crazy dude, now you're getting a wide berth. You're getting respect. Yeah. So you're like, oh, this is what I need to do. Uh, to get respect. So I started carrying a little, like a little paring knife, a little fruit knife with me. Oh, wow. And uh, some dude, man, this dude was a bad dude too, man. He, he jumped out on me one day. I whooped that bad boy out. Mm -hmm. And I just said, hey, I ain't going to win, but you're going to feel it. Mm. And he was older and G enough to understand that. Okay. <laughs> get on, little nigga. Respect. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Get on. Yeah, so I was like, all right. He understood, like, yeah. he ain't trying to win, but he's just trying to hurt me. Right. You know, and he already got his hand on this little knife, mm -hmm. and I just stood there. And I'm just like, I, I know I'm not going to win, right. but trust me, man. Mm -hmm. you, you, dude, you're going to be cut up. Yeah. So one, you keep getting that respect, that respect. It leads to something. And yeah, but to me, it leads to two things. Mm -hmm. um, I grew seven inches in one year. Boom. Sports hit. They were like, oh, no, you're you going to play basketball. You, I don't know how to play no basketball. You don't know how to do none of this crap. So they said, like, dude, you are too big, you're too tall to be walking around here not doing nothing. Mm -hmm. So they got me into basketball. The attitude came with me. Yep. Oh, man. Yeah, you, you ain't going to follow me. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I'm doing, but you ain't going to punk me. Mm -hmm. The attitude came with me. Coach said, sit down. Sit, just sit down. We got to tell you, these are your teammates. This, I don't care. I don't tell nobody, man. Right. So it was like, uh-uh, that don't fly here. Right. This is what you're going to have to learn to do. And I started to enjoy the game of basketball, so I had to like, okay, I'm, I'm going to let them get away with, you know, this, all this stuff, whatever mm -hmm. they're doing. And then you understand, that's basketball. That's a team sport. Yep. Got me into wrestling. And I actually end up, um, I didn't know nothing about wrestling, but they got me into it. And there was like a, like a dude that was on his way to state, and I beat him. And he was mad. Oh, I bet. I beat him because, hey, look, wrestling, MMA, boxing, one thing at the base of all of it. It's just a fight. Mm. <laughs> it's just yeah, a fight. Yeah. Only thing I couldn't do was punch this dude. Man, yeah. I tied him up in so many knots, man. There oh, wasn't man. even wrestling holes. <laughs> he didn't know what to do. And all I know is I ended up with my hand behind his neck, and I just kept squeezing and squeezing. 
and he was on his back, and the ref said, boom. And I looked at the ref. He was like, yeah, I got up. And the dude was just like, he was mad as hell. The crowd was like, what? You beat him? I didn't know not probably three wrestling moves. Yeah. Yeah, but my attitude and my physicality, and I'm like, oh, this is a fight to me. Let's go. Tied him up, won. And then, you know, you say, okay, all right, this this sport thing. I'm getting applause and stuff like that. This sport You're thing. You're applying your energy somewhere else. Yeah, I'm starting to apply. Exactly. Not, I'm applying my energy somewhere else. So now yeah. I started, uh, it got me into football. Um, it got me into a bunch of other stuff. And then next thing you know, uh, you look around and you're like 17 years old. People start talking to you about scholarships and stuff and yeah. going to school and getting up out of here and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you still got a little bit of attitude because now, even though you're learning that that isn't always what you're going to apply mm-hmm. is your great, you're bringing up your hood stuff. You mm-hmm. can't always apply that to stuff, but now you become more of a man. Right. And you don't really like being challenged. No. So that kind of comes back a little bit. Yeah. Because, stays with you. Yeah, it, it, stays, always, it, it always, stays, always with stays with you. It always stays with you. It but when you're young stays. and you're doing it and mm-hmm. a coach gets a hold to you, he can kind of tamper it down. Yeah. But as you start to grow, you get 17 years old and stuff like that, you're like, man, I ain't, hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm, I'm getting a little bit too big to be listening to anybody. Tell, I ain't taking none of this but shit. But you also get less points as you get older. You get less points. You notice that? It's kind of weird, like, how the transition kind of happens. You, uh-huh. have to, you have to be in love with something enough to want to stop doing something. Yeah. And, and when I say stop doing something... I mean, start controlling something. Start controlling. Right. Like, it's like people in the hood, the ghetto, the the bad areas, they don't understand. I mean, they don't understand, not all of them, but most of them that remain there, and they are going to remain there. They don't understand or they're not taught how to control any of this stuff going into another room. Yeah. And there's doors that open. Yeah. But they get shut like that because yes. they don't know how to control it, you know? And in order to 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 want to control it, to even go that direction, they're going to have to be in love with something enough more than they're in love with their with their, their anger, their, their points. Anger, some yes. people got so much respect on the streets that that's all they they feel like they need. Well, that's, and that's something that that they can work against you as well. Because as you get older, and trust me, I've seen it, and it's yeah. just like I saw it, and I was just like I saw some of my friends that just held on to the respect for so long in the streets, and it just mm. it, it, they they turn to nothing later because they yeah. just hold on to it their whole life. And then pretty soon, everyone's got families, nice cars, and they're still rolling around doing the same shit they've always done, right. on drugs, running around the streets, and it's and it's it's so fucking depressing and lonely to look at and go well, back and see some of the people that I knew I grew up with. Because it's, I don't even know if I could call it their fault, because it's the environment they were brought up in, yeah. and that's the love that they were shown. I don't even know if I could call it their fault. But... And there's no resources to pull from. As I said, there's no resources to pull from. No blueprint. But that's what I think school is important, like sports or those opportunities that can come in from, it, from sports. Man, if we're for that. Yeah. Woo. And I think it's awful that uh, they'll kick kids out of sports for their grades, especially ones with bad attitudes. I think yeah. the, the worst attitude, the more they need sports. The more they need sports. 
That's what I think. Yeah, you know, I, they, should, they should just anybody from the street should be able to just go and show up to sports period in, in, in school and just see how well they dude, do. Just just I'm, to kind of give some guidance, maybe. That's I, what I would say. I'm a hundred percent on board with that because number one, once I started sports, I got home every day too late to be in the streets. Yeah, too tired to do anything. Right. You know, so it it, it saved my life a hundred times over, man. The Big Tank!